0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
1: County Leashman James McInerney shot to fame in the Netflix BBC show Glow Up. In it, he spoke openly about living with Tourette's. He also features in a brand new BBC4 documentary released today, The Truth About Tourette's. And James joins us on the line now. Good afternoon to you, James.
0: Good afternoon, how are you? I'm
1: great, thank you. It's lovely to speak to you. Are you in leash at the moment?
0: I am not. I'm actually, I'm actually in transit at the moment. I'm on, I'm on my way back now. Um, I'm based in London in the UK. Um, I've been back here now just short of a year, but I spent a large amount of the pandemic back in Abilene, in County Leash, um, when Glow Up would have kind of been on air in 2020 2021.
1: Will you explain for listeners who mightn't have seen us what the premise of the show was?
0: Sure, of course. So, um, I mean, I'm an Irish freelance makeup artist. And in 2020, I was participant on a BBC slash Netflix series called Glow Up. And it was in search of the UK's next makeup star or contestant. Um, I was working as a makeup trainee in the TV film, kind of going into my own creative freelance work right before the pandemic. And it's lucky enough to actually be contestant on the show. It aired in 2020 in the start of the pandemic and I was back home in Ireland and it's been a huge opportunity and really helped just elevate my freelance career as a makeup artist into kind of a different stratosphere, online, freelance work and I've been back now in the UK for the last year but I go back and forth between Ireland and London.
1: We're not talking just straightforward blush, eyeshadow, mascara when you say (laughs) makeup artist we're talking about the face is a canvas for it could be anything right?
0: Absolutely. I think my kind of my my favorite thing and my passion is because I was always an artistic child. I always was in the art room in school and sketching and drawing and just thinking of unconventional things. I always like to kind of create big out there kind of creative looks. Drag is a huge inspiration for me. And um, I guess for me, I always want to create things that would necessarily not be obvious, to like the untrained eye. So I did a training course in Ireland four years ago, and I brought that out now into kind of, I guess, fashion editorial events, theatre, body painting, Um, it's really anything and something that the show really highlighted for us as contestants. We were kind of almost put in the spot to kind of push ourselves to showcase what you would not expect from the general idea of what it means to be a makeup artist. So it's hyper, hyper creative.
1: So you have Tourette's syndrome, and this was not sort of shied away from on the show. This was, and actually, let's go back to brass tacks. Can can you explain what, ex- a lot of people will have an idea, but what exactly is Tourette's syndrome?
0: So Tourette's syndrome, basically, it is a neurological disorder form, and it has to do with nerve leading to the brain, and it can affect everyone in a very unique way. But there's is often stereotype that it just comes from kind of a verbal sense, like, we all have this kind of preconceived idea that stress is just swearing and this kind of outburst of, you know, like curse words or verbal slurs and shouting. And it it comes in so many different areas of like neurological tics, twitches, grunting, you can cut off your respiratory at the best of times. And it's like a pressure nerve and it's very kind of closely connected to, leads on to ADHD, OCD. It's like, you know, the slang word, I guess, when I was growing up, I always said I just had a tick. So mine kind of started with intensive blinking as a child and then i kind of started to kick out my leg when i walked and then i had to like tap on the table and then it kind of was just manifested itself into twitches in my neck and kind of muscle strains over the years and i guess i know no nothing different i've had it kind of since I, as long as i can remember i got certified in my leading surf when i was 18 having Tourette's syndrome but a form of it, because again, it's like the way that I see it, I always just thought it was like, you know, a little habit. Or after the show, I've realised so many people kind of messaged me online and said, you know, we all have our own little forms of ticks and twitches here and there.
1: And how does it feel, James? I mean, it's, it's involuntary, right? So is it, I mean, is there something that you could liken it to for people who are trying to understand
0: Oh, yeah. So like, you know, it, it is quite painful and, you know, it would take a lot of energy. So as I'm kind of, you know, I may not be 21 as exact anymore, but I've noticed myself even the last two years since global aired, the level of energy that it takes for, you know, having these kind of muscle spasms, these switches, I really have to look after my health. Physically, emotionally, mentally, yoga, meditation, running and swimming, they're all really important key factors. Um, it takes so much more of a toll than I think people have, like, realised. And that's why the conversation around this BBC4 documentary that just came out today, The Truth About Tourette, is highlighting and raising awareness more about the kind of under-the-radar extra symptoms that come with just having itself. Um I kind of just disregarded a lot of it, to be quite honest, growing up. What and are those extra things, James? Pardon me?
1: What are the extra things that we that we don't talk yeah. about?
0: I suppose it would be about you know the kind of the 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 social sometimes social anxiety sometimes you know when i'm actually reading a book or a page i will take a lot longer time i take longer to even text back and when i'm doing let's say my makeup job i have to always allow extra time because ticks and twitches could get in the way like it's not just something that we are ridiculed with like shouting screaming it is a huge you know, um, energy takeout on the body as well. When I say to friends, I might need to like drop out of one social night, I just need to let my body rest. But so sometimes it kind of is underlying and it helps, you know, it can affect with balance as well. It can be something that a lot of people were gonna think that you're kind of acting the maggot per se. But um, everyone, and it also, it, it causes a lot of, you know, it can really be a big issue for people's self esteem. Like. For me, I always wanted to address this and make sure that I never had control over my life. That's why I went on to Glow Up and had partaken in this documentary that's been on BBC4 now. But a lot of people have messaged me since the show to be like, it's a hindrance to them. It affects their confidence because they think that they're going to be, you know, somewhat just the, the brunt of the litter, the joke on the street or you know people will feel anxious around them so it and would adds that exacerbate so it
1: as well I mean would situations like that make ticks worse
0: absolutely yeah. because for me it's always been stress induced it's always been you know when I've been tired you know alcohol caffeine substances have always affected it uh, my sleep is such a huge um, importance to me in general and you know there's a lot of things that can affect it that I guess when you might not be living with any condition of Tourette's, we might take for granted. Like there's so many different elements of our day-to-day lives that can have an effect. So having an awareness and actually opening this conversation to talk about it, it's even taught me so much more. As someone who lives with Tourette's and tics, I just talked for, when I was tired, when I kind of you know, couldn't focus anymore, I just thought to myself, oh, I'm just not trying hard enough. And you know, these are things that it kind of came out with the documentary and it's realizing that, it's kind of giving answers in a way as well, because you kind of go to like thinking that there's something a little bit, well, first of all, different with you, but essentially you have this idea that you think there's something wrong with you. And I think that's a huge message with this documentary, especially for the younger generation. If I was to go back 10 years ago to when I did my leading search, when I was 18, because I'm 28 now, you know, having something like this documentary where you hear other people on a larger platform discuss the same things you're going through and justifying the reasons for how you might feel and act and you might not feel brave enough or up for doing something for a certain day because ticks and stress will take it out of you, they're, they're all valid reasons, like there's, they can be justified. And that's what I've learned, literally ironically in the last two years since the show kind of came out, and we've gotten to produce this documentary And I just think that it'll be something a lot more people will be eager to learn about as well.
1: It's really interesting because I think you mentioned it in another interview you did in the past about how growing up, and Abbey Leaks is a lovely town, but it's small, you know, and I suppose one of the things, you were nearly more worried about people's attitude towards you using women's makeup than to your Tourette's.
0: Absolutely. No, I remember the very first time I had my job, one of my very first jobs, and, you know, I was working on a client, and then they just said, are you okay? Like, do you need to take a moment's break, you know, they thought I was having a cardiac arrest. And sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Like for me, the power of makeup really helps tranquilize and just relax me and kind of, that's my passion. So I tune into that so much more because I never wanted something like living a threat to take over or hinder or control my life. I remember having to explain myself first and then I realized, okay, I have to somewhat justify or once to explain to people. 99% of the people and time in general, like everybody has always been very respectful. You know, I went to boarding school 10 years ago. It's a different situation when we're growing up. We all know that the teenagers kind of years, no one knows their head and their toes. So it's always easy to kind of just be the butt of a joke. But to see through that, I think, you know, I often think about how much I'm learning now in my later 20s about this and even identifying with more. And now I kind of see I have a lot more power tools to use a showcase, because it's just all about helping, you know, someone else out there that might be asking themselves, God, is there something wrong with me? But like, you neo know, looking for answers from someone else it just shares the problem and it it has the problem
1: and James how should people react if they encounter somebody who has Tourettes like is it best to acknowledge it or is it something that you will the, I, i'm not just not sure how it's best to put someone at ease over that or a social interaction like yeah. you were kind of
0: mentioning. So what I found what i Absolutely, I agree. And what I have found, and I guess it takes time, and this is where I want to kind of induce this message with confidence for people that to live a threat. Be proud of it. Own it. You don't have to change anything about you. You know, this is something where I want to change and destigmatize the idea that it's something that people that struggle with it or have, you know, elements of it now that everyone has their own degree of severities. You don't need to like hide away from it. Own it and, you know, be confident. Like I've stood up and had to like be on a bus before. And there's people beside me I might go, sorry, you know, I have Tourette's and I hope you don't mind if you might hear me breathing abnormally or, you know, twitching. It's by all means, you know, out of my control at the best of times. People will actually be curious to understand more and you're actually going to change people's perspective slowly but surely that way. And for a lot of people in public, if you do see someone that's kind of like, you know, has kind of irregular patterns of, let's say, they're walking, they're, you know, they're stammers or they're just kind of stuttering as well, just have a second thought to yourself and think, could this be someone living with a form of stress? Or not even that, like a tick or a twitch. I've met so many people that are undiagnosed and they're like, you know, oh, I don't like XYZ and swear. Again, they run off the stairs, but they say, you know, I blink my eyes and I have to do it every 10 seconds. I constantly have to like click, you know, the tongue off the top of my roof. Everyone has their own little kind of innuendos, I guess. And if we actually were just to, like, open it to more of a public conversation, I think that would just help raise the more, like, the better general awareness about it so that it could be more of a subconscious thought that people will have more of an idea of what ticks and threats mean out in the general public that if, they, if someone like myself is walking down the street, that people would go, listen, I respect that guy. It's nothing to do with me. And, you know, there's so much more bigger issues in the world. I just think... Why have something as an extra burden on your shoulders if you feel this way?
1: Absolutely. Well, the show is called The Truth About Tourette's. It's available on BBC4. James McInerney, thank you very much for joining us today.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.